Would you all please turn to your bulletin or watch your screen online and join me in today's scripture of the day. Let us read this together. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Let us pray. Lord God, may all that we do and say in this day be well and good in your sight. Amen. All right, so what a better way to celebrate Baccalaureate Sunday than with a pop quiz. And our grads thought they were done taking tests. Well, actually you are, because this quiz is not for you, because you probably know all the answers. This quiz is for the rest of us, mostly those of us who are 30 and over, because it's a quiz on current slang. Are you ready? Pam, no, you're out of this too. Okay, now if I say the phrase, that's bussin', what am I saying? That's bussin'. In a way, what you're saying is that your food tastes really good. So maybe later in worship, after you enjoy your communion elements, I dare you to say, that's bussin' to whoever is holding the trash bag for your juice cup after you've eaten the body and blood of Christ. Now how about no cap? No cap. Not lying. Not oh, I got my, my teachers, all my teachers in the audience are on this. Here's another one, sending me. Sending me. In other words, it's that's so funny or another slang expression is kind of like when you just, I just can't even. You're sending me. I just can't even. How about say less? <laughs> that means I understand the point. Say that to your boss in your next staff meeting and that may get you fired. <laughs> now how about understood the assignment? I know you do, Katie, yes. When someone is really killing it in some aspect of their life, they say, understood the assignment. So we can say that all of our graduates today, when it came to high school, they really understood the assignment. They killed it. Now how about slaps? Slaps. It means excellent or amazing. So I expect this morning that after you all leave worship, you're going to come up to me and tell me that this sermon was really slaps. Now, how about rent-free? So it means that you can't stop thinking about someone. Rent-free means you can't stop thinking about someone. So if Kelly were here, she'd say, Bon Jovi lives in my head rent-free. <laughs> and finally, facts. Now this one at least sort of means what it says, but it's very diverse in its uses. It can be used as a statement simply to mean that's true. For example, if you were to say to me, Kate, you used to be a redhead, but now you're blonde because I'm going white, I would say facts. That's true. It can also be used as a question, as another way to say really or is that true, facts. And I believe it can also be used as a form of simply saying yes or agreeing with someone. It's also another way to simply say that a statement is factual. Facts. So on this day, 
As we celebrate our graduates and as we give God thanks for their accomplishment, we also recognize that in the past four years, these students have grown physically, they've grown mentally, they've grown emotionally, they've grown spiritually, and they've grown intellectually. They are smarter and wiser, and over these years, their heads have been filled with all sorts of knowledge and facts, many of which the grads may tell you they completely forgot once the exam was over. But regardless, we can say without a doubt that learning has taken place, and in just about every way, they are not the same people that they were four years ago. The 12 disciples, Jesus' best friends, also had a graduation day of sorts. Because the disciples, as well as Jesus, were Jews, they understood Jesus to be their rabbi, their teacher. And they spent three years studying under him. Their educational experience had a variety of different aspects to it, much like your own. They listened to lectures and lessons as Jesus taught and preached. They did community service by feeding the hungry and giving money to the poor. They did field work and had labs, like learning how to fish for people or watching Jesus perform miracles. And they sometimes even had oral exams as Jesus loved to ask questions. All of this was purposeful because Jesus knew he needed to get his students ready for what was to come next. He needed to get them ready to build his church and to bring his kingdom to earth. Your schooling has also served a purpose to get you ready for higher education or to enter the workforce and to be an integral part of our economy. Your education has prepared you for whatever is next, whatever that may be. So after three years of studying under Jesus and approximately 40 days after his resurrection, the disciples found themselves at their graduation day, the day that Jesus ascended into heaven, but not before leaving them with a few more assignments and a couple of promises. Our scripture of the day comes from what the church has called Jesus' great commission, basically our marching orders for what we are to do as believers. First, Jesus promises to send the Holy Spirit, which will be their advocate and the power which all disciples to the end of time, which includes me and you, will be able to do remarkable things on earth. Next, Jesus says this and gives them their assignment. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. You see, the truth of the matter is everything about Jesus is factual and true because he is the truth and the way and the life. He is the most genuine and sincere human being to ever walk the face of the earth. And since he is also God, he is unable to lie or be deceitful and his promises are always true. And then one more promise. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Facts? Facts. So here are some other facts that I would like you to either be reminded of or to learn for the first time today. And this is not just for the graduates, but it's for all of us. And I will pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will never forget these things for as long as you live. 
Facts. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Facts. God is more concerned with your heart than your looks. Facts. Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you. Facts. The Lord will always hear your voice. Facts. The Lord is your strength during times of trouble. Facts. Delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Facts. God chose you before the foundation of the world. Facts. Nothing can separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Facts. You are enough. So my friends, it is my hope and prayer for you this day that the fact of God's sincere and wondrous love for you is a truth that you will embrace and carry with you all of your days. May you have confidence that God is at work in the darkest of places and in the darkest of moments. May you move boldly through life being comfortable without having all the answers because you trust in a God who holds all of your tomorrows. So now I will say less in the hopes of helping you understand the assignment, hoping you will have the love of God on your mind rent-free, facts to everything I just said, and no cap. Amen. <laughs>